Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you for another episode of Roach Coach. This week, of course, it's our special Who's Tweeting episode. Who's Tweeting? Talking all about your feedback, talking all about your letters, your thoughts, your words we love it and we're gonna dive right into it with one of our favorite segments oh no i'm sorry this is a new segment and i don't know if it's a favorite or not it's already one of my favorites it's already one of jenny's favorites it's called who's noticing who's noticing who is i'll tell you who there we go over on twitter misbehaving ram spangool says roach coach have you ever noticed that Lauren sounds remarkably like Miss Piggy, maybe even Beaker, during some of his high-pitched hijinks. There's a point early-ish on in the Ministry Greatest Fits episode that alerted me to this. That also, it was a joy to hear that I was not alone in my sheer love of the Incubus song on the Spawn soundtrack after all these years. It was always my favorite. Thank you. Now let's discuss. Wow. Does Lauren... Sound like Miss Piggy or Beaker. I personally am of the opinion that I'm not going to think about it or investigate it. I'm just going to want to believe it's true and say <laughs> yes. Matt. I'm, I mean, of, of course. <laughs> no, I, no, I never hear it. I never, I have never heard that. So... I'm going to say I I don't I've never noticed it. Uh this is a first for me. I've never been told that before. I did a quick skim of the ministry episode, which I had not listened to at all since I had edited it and I hadn't uh, I didn't catch anything at least in the first like 10 or so minutes. Perhaps if there's some isolated audio of me or a particular section you want me to hear. I I don't know what it is myself i don't know because i mean i've been listening to my edits lately and i'm listening to myself get real amped up in our ghost talk and i, I still I, I don't know but you know i've been hearing my own voice for years editing and doing radio and everything like that so i don't know this is a new one this is a new one for me i feel like i'm hearing you do like a subdued voice right now oh am i doing a subdued voice i right think now? so i think you're sorry. running away from your truth <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like what is, I mean, what is the Miss Piggy, what is the Miss Piggy voice? Uh, is it the have? Kermie? I think it, yeah. I think it is the Kermie. Kermie? I, <laughs> see, now you're pretending like you can't I, do it exactly. I don't know. Well, what's the, be- the Beaker one is you go, Beaker is just like, Beak, right? Me, 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 me
Chesapeake? You I don't are know. faking not knowing this. I... You have a small child, Lauren. Oh, you know oh, what I'll tell you, I'll like. tell you exactly what happens <laughs> when I tried to show my son the Muppets last week when they when they were added to Disney Plus. I said, "Let's watch it," and he goes, "What?" I said, "We're gonna watch the Muppets." I put it on, and he said, "No, <laughs> no, Muppet Babies." And I was like, Muppet Babies, like from, and, and it turns out there's another new Muppet Babies. And let me tell you guys, not an enjoyable show, but he liked it. But he, yeah, we watched about 10 seconds of, of the real Muppets. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I will look into this. I will, I will, <laughs> I will take a, a deep, deep journey into myself to see if this is a thing that is true. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've never heard it. Jenny, Matt, though, you, you are convinced it's definitely true. I mean. <laughs> the things that I want to believe. I feel like we're going to finish recording tonight and you're going to close your laptop. We're all going to say goodnight. So fun. Oh, my God. Love you guys. Miss you guys. Can't wait till we're vaccinated so we can see each other. You're going your, to close your laptop slowly. All the lights off in your house. You're going to walk into the bathroom, and as your eyes adjust to being able to see yourself in the dark, you're going to go, me, 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 and it'll just be perfect. <laughs> it's like a real, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I it's think a you're true, right. it's exactly. a true, it's your scam. It's your scam. I think, so. I think you're right. I think you're right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Misbehaven, for the eagle-eared catch of my true self <laughs> uh we've also got to talk about it's one of my favorite segments no lie and it's called roach coach did it roach coach did it we did it and what did we do this week well we got tagged on a post and it was from the down the sun facebook it's crazy and it was a picture of some amps some guitars some plaques, a down the sun gear case, and the caption on this was making music. Roach Coach did it again. Once again, go. very mysterious. As mysterious as the breakup, here they are making music again. Jenny, you may have noticed though, what was not in this photo. Hmm. Eagle-eyed viewers might notice. I don't know. What are we missing a, a here? A severe lack of jars. Oh, you know, I was going to say jars, but I'm not not zoomed in on the background here. So we may not see them with our eyes, but I feel them. I feel them in my, my soul. I'll never forget Never the get jars. the jars. So very excited for the return of Down the Sun. We're clearly, this is 100% because we said, guys, get back in the studio. Bring us those hits. Bring us those riffs. We need them. And, but this is also something I predicted that was going to come out of this pandemic. As people, we're going to be saying, what are we doing? Why were we arguing? Why did we not make this work? Because of some weird smelly jars? Life's too short pick up those sticks, pick up that guitar, let's get our mics, and let's rock it out. So down the sun, I'm hyped. I'm hoping you're playing the machine shop. 
in less than a year. We also got to talk about who's in those DMs. Sliding up in. Well, I'll tell you who's in the DMs. Daloco666 sent us a DM of, I'm assuming it's their arm in hand with the new metal, the good book, really. Next Generation of Rock and Punk, New Metal by Joel McIver. It says, I found it. Good for you. Enjoyable find. Thank you. Thank you. Very happy to see that. And also, Killer Arm Tat. Is that the Slipknot emblem? Yes, it is. Nice. Well done, DeLoco666. Enjoy the book. It's great. We also got an, uh, a DM from Orion who said, Homies, loving the new episode format. Thank you. I got a rec for you. Playmo's Episode 2 Medicine Cake. IMO, the best new metal slash rapcore album to come out of France. An English version of the album exists, also called Dr. Tank's Medicine Cake. Check it out. It's dope AF. So the push is there for us to just get super international with everything. And what I can tell you, little little tease, next week we're hopping across the pond. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to listen to some uh, some foreign boys, and we're very excited about it. And clearly, these wrecks keep coming. I mean, for one, have we done any albums out of France? No. I don't think so. We've had Italy show up. We do, yeah. But we have not done France. <sighs> clearly, we got to check these boys out. So thank you so much. Playmo, put them on the long list. Jenny, it's your favorite segment. Who's reviewing us? Who's, Who's reviewing, reviewing us? us? Who is? Who is? I'll tell you, Dustin901 came through via Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Thank you. And Dustin says, this is by far my favorite music podcast. I love the show and deep dives into bands before the reviews even start. I feel like I'm at home with my friends reminiscing of high school days and the music we listened to. I especially love the reviews of lesser-known artists and some that aren't even new. Sloan is a personal favorite. Great show, wonderful host. Jenny also reminds me of every girl I dated in high school. For example, my skateboard is at my grandma's house was definitely said to me. I'm a road rider for life. Well, thank you, Dustin. I'm, I'm sorry it didn't work out. And... I'm I'm feeling truly touched that I wasn't the only person who said that my skateboard was at my grandma's house. Maybe maybe I'm not so alone after all, you know. <laughs> thank you for the review. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We've also got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? We got an email from Dugan Hayes. Subject more global new for you. Hey coach, long time writer, first time writer. I'm a huge fan of the show and I especially appreciate that you finally made me listen to the unquestionable truth part one. I had no idea LB had a Rage Against the Machine album in them. Well, half a Rage Against the Machine album, I guess. Anyway, I want to recommend a fantastic 2016 record from China called The Rite of Spring by Jia Tao. 
Much of the album skews more toward noise rock and grunge-style balladry than new metal, but the opening track, Renaissance Empress 1991, is just about as new as it gets and is an absolute pit activator to boot. These guys also pay tribute to our favorite albums of the late 90s by ending with a good old-fashioned 15-minute bit of silence before a completely pointless bonus track. Gotta love it. Keep on rolling across the globe, Dugan. Wow. France. China. We are getting our new metal passports stamped with these wrecks. I know we've never done a band from China. Definitely not. Well, hey. All right. Throw them on the long list. Throw them on the long list. I want to check these guys out. Also, I like... I like that track name is Renaissance Empress 1991. That is making a statement with your first track, naming it something like that. Well done. Very true, cool. True. All right. We also got an email from Nick. Subject line, couple of respectful cues. Mm. I wouldn't be afraid to open that email. Great subject line. Uh, it starts, hey, Rochies. I think this is the first time we've been called Rochies. <laughs> Very cute. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I love the show. Favorite apps are probably the Limp Biscuit ones. I get super stoked on them and put LB on Spotify and have to turn them off pretty quick. The apps that hurt my feelings the most are either Strictly Diesel or Life is Peachy. I have two questions for you. First, have you ever addressed why the R in your logo is not backwards? Have we ever addressed this? Is there is there a reason? Um, I don't think there's a particular reason. I think just when we when we were making when we were having the logo designed by Mark, I don't think I think the, the thought was more about the K on Coach than flipping the R. I don't think we were thinking about the fact that the R was reversed in corn. I know it now. I'm well aware of it now. But at the time, I don't think I was. I don't think we were thinking about that. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I th- I mean, because the R in corn is the third letter of corn. Having it backwards stands out and makes it makes their logo their logo. If we would have put the R backward in Roach Coach, I think stylistically, in just the way that you you viewed it. Especially since we've had, you know, we were lucky enough to have the logo since the beginning. We wanted people to be able to read Roach Coach. (laughs) And if we would have put the R backwards, I think it also would have looked offset. I know that it's not the most... Like, it fits in that square perfectly, but if we would have put the R the other way, the the leg of the R... (laughs) I forget what those. It would have tripped you. It would have tripped you visually. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. It was a tripping hazard. Yes. Listen, and then, so then, if that's the case, we've got to put up one of those yellow standees with the guy saying, Watch your step. And then that's going to ruin the whole look of the logo. And it just turns into a whole thing. Don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately, what it came down to? Safety. That's why. There you go. Second question. Why hasn't Far been considered for the canon? I always thought of them as part of the Deftones wing of New, and they are primarily pre the thick of it. Although that could be when I first heard them, was at a record store I was picking up the self-titled Slipknot while wearing a Deftone shirt, and the guy gave me a sampler for Far with Barry White and Mother Mary on it and some acoustic thing. 
Shout out to the Heavy Metal Shop in Salt Lake City. A very cool store with a very cool name and a very cool logo, which features a skull, which is very cool. Anyway, when Far reunited in 2010, uh, it's the cover of Genuine's Pony, one of the most embarrassing new covers. Thanks. Wow. Well, I like Far. I guess I just never thought of them as even a little bit new. So it's interesting that that association is there. I, are are you, Lauren? I'm pretty sure you're you're a fan of Far. Is that correct? I'm honestly not that familiar. I think I listened to the reunion record, and I knew of them as sort of like in the the Chino radius. But I don't think I ever. I think I I checked out the reunion record, which, as we all know, is generally the worst place to hop on any band. And I thought it was fine, but nothing really grabbed me. And I, I, I feel like I know this pony cover, and I, I, I but I, I can't place it off the top of my head. Um, certainly did not supplant the original in my mind. And so, yes, Far was always a band. Yeah, I never really associated. There's a couple bands like that because I feel like another one that people kind of throw around sometimes as like maybe new is Willhaven. And I think they're kind of outside the realm too, but they're in that Chino Deftones radius, so they kind of get sucked into it. But yeah, I don't know, Matt. Any any far history knowledge? I do not know that band. I'm going to be honest. This is uh, this is a first for me. Should we play a song? I mean, um, yeah. Let, well, Jenny, uh, I think you might know more far far than the rest of us. I mean, Mother Mary was called out. In, in the email, I I don't particularly recall this feeling very new, but we could listen to a little bit of it. Like Elvis, like everyone, we all die. gonna have to start listening to some far but i also i also have to say i'm missing that sweet chug yeah i yeah i'm not hearing much of any new there um yeah this is uh looking at the um genre tags over on wikipedia for the album this is from which is called water and solutions from 1998 it says post-hardcore emo alternative rock and alternative metal i hear that And then looking at who's in the band, the lead singer, Jonah Matranga, he was, I know, guested on, why am I blanking, the Chino Side Project. Team Sleep. Team Sleep. He's on the Team Sleep record. And uh, also he was, he did a one, uh, a one man show, a solo, (laughs) a solo uh, thing called One Line Drawing. And I know about them. Because of they did a split EP with rival schools, so I uh, I guess I'm a little more familiar. I'm familiar more with Far's side work than their their main situation. But I like it. I just yeah I don't I don't really I mean based off of that I don't I'm not really hearing much new. But it's good. But it ain't new. I'd be happy to explore more 
I I really liked Far, but um, I don't know. I guess if I was buying new metal and somebody at a record store was like, oh, if you like new metal, check this out. Maybe they were thinking it was like a stepping stone away or something. I Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking if you're buying, if you're wearing a Deftones tee, then they know that you're rocking with the Chino wispy vibe. And yeah, there's that connection. The, the, yeah. Like, hey, you like this. Maybe you like this. It's not the same, but there's some, there's some, what do you call them? Je- Jenny tendrils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah some some connective tissue so all right well well i appreciate i appreciate the recommendation um because i'm definitely going to check out uh some more far myself so thank you for that nick uh and you know uh speaking of bands that weren't new metal we did a whole special month uh where we picked greatest hits by bands and artists of any genre we did an episode all about my favorite band sloan and we got a variety of feedback Chris Duff said, as a Canadian growing up in the 90s and having the alternative rock science peripheral to me, I am painfully aware of this band. I hope you enjoy. I can say I've seen this band more than once. Don't know if that's a a pro or con or more just like I acknowledge Sloan, but I appreciate it. (laughs) Yes. Daniel Hedger says, co-sign on the strokes being the most normie middle of the road music, Jenny. Thank you, Daniel. I feel seen and heard. <laughs> uh, Cameron Lamant said, so I subscribe to the theory that when a band starts doing songs about being on tour, they're out of ideas. It's pretty funny then to hear the album or two after the one Money City Maniacs is on were diverse and maybe considered low points. I had the same feelings as Jenny to this hits album, and I definitely share her, dis- her disdain for <laughs> mid-tempo bullshit. I also feel like they may have shot themselves in the foot in regards to breaking into the mainstream with the bad videos, videos being such a big part of mainstream music those days. It's kind of like how the Pixies did. Oh, thank you, Cameron. Chuck Murphy coming in with a different kind of take. Sloan is power pop goodness. Great, great band. Thank you, Chuck. Garrett Fuller says, he's basically just quoting the show here. He says, Matt says, old Jenny nut ear Sosha. And Jenny says, that's what they call me. I don't like it, but that's what they call me. (laughs) I do remember that bit, and that is still true. Still true. Joshua Toomey came in and says, Jenny should know that dudes that listen to Sloan don't want Afghan-making, cardigan-wearing, mousy girls. They want ice-pick-listening bad bitches. (laughs) Well, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Thank you. Uh, Lorianne says, I really enjoyed this episode, other than the parts where I had to listen to Sloan. <laughs> that's a got him. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a got that's, him. That's a got him. Uh, highlights included someone recommending Index Case. I have to wonder if that person is from Southern Iowa. Also, the Purple People Eater anecdote has brought me so much joy. Lorianne, you're welcome. Shane Hefley came in and says, Sloan sucks. Too many lyrics. Let me tell you, that... That's holding the grudge right there. That's 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 calling back. When did we do that three eleven episode? Like five years so ago, four five years, years ago. ago, something like that. Oh my lord! Uh, you're seeing and you're heard, Shane. Damn, Dramo said, if you guys really want to go for a ride with Twelve Foot Ninja, check check out the song "Coming for You." 
They probably cover eight musical genres throughout the course of the song. Uh, Matt, I did not send you that link, but could we check that one out? Yeah, what are we looking for again? It's uh, Coming For You by 12 Foot Ninja. And here's Coming For You by 12 Foot Ninja. Be ready, I'm coming for you! It's within instead of without. But so much so, we have forgotten all about you. If we were to be sure, we had to save the doubt. But now you know there is a plan in place to feel so loving and absolve you. genres fuck you (laughs) we do what we like you think you're gonna pigeonhole me you're gonna pigeonhole me you ain't pigeonholing shit one second to the next 12 foot ninja you don't know where they're going you don't know where they're going jenny thoughts (sighs) what a ride i don't know i don't know if i I don't know if I have room in my life for that <laughs> that much, but I appreciate the suggestion and you weren't you weren't kidding. You definitely were not kidding. Wow. Well, thank you so much uh, for all the feedback on that episode. I'm glad to hear from everybody. We did uh, did not get to get to all of the feedback from the episode because some people really didn't like Sloan. And you know what? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That was a toughie on you, Lauren. I will say, I will say, I'm sorry. I mean, I, Tough you, stuff you, all around. You go out there and, you know, you bear it all every week. And sometimes you bear a little bit more. And, you know, sometimes you, you just got to be ready for it. And I was ready for it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and uh, now it's uh, the part of the show that I think is probably just turning out to be a favorite of everybody's and it's uh eric vandals vandals can't handle vandals can't handles i can't handle this uh eric vandal had sent over to us uh, a collection of tracks that we've got to check out for the show possibly to add to the long list and uh so far we've encountered a lot of rippers and we're gonna see if this week continues that trend jenny you picked uh, you picked something real special for us this week. I did. This week we are going to be listen listening to "Dearly Beheaded" and their song "A Moment of Clarity."
That is nice. That's nice. That's a that's a nice chuggy time right there. Some cool. I, the the lyrics are uh, not. Obviously, the vocals take me in a bit more of a, maybe like a little bit of a tough guy mixed with a yell. It was good. It was not what I expected. I was expecting more of um, more of a metal vo- vocal, and it was it went in a different way. Jenny, what'd you think? I definitely got some tough guy hardcore vibes there. Which kind of vibes I like, you know? I was into it. Matt. Like the riff, like the chug, like the vocals. Vandals can't handles. Coming through. <sighs> came through once again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, those vocals came in and I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna be right up your alley, Jenny. Cause you know, I mean at the end of the day, when you're ready to unwind, you're like, Mitch? We're going to listen to Madball again. <laughs> yes. It's repeatedly. That's, that's what I, I put on the, the old headphones and put up to my my womb. <laughs> like, I need, you to, I need you to punch your way out of here. <laughs> come out pissed. <laughs> come out pissed. That's yeah. right. That baby going to come out throwing bows. Well, thank you so much, Eric Vandal, for another great recommendation for Vandal's Can't Handles. Keep them coming. Much appreciated. And uh, now it's the part of the show. Matt, we go to you. What do you have for us this week? You got some new news? Well, we got some some, new thoughts. We definitely have some new news. We have some new thoughts. Um, First and foremost, uh, Rammstein came out that they recorded a brand new album whilst in um lockdown basically since they couldn't tour they made a new album that's great because i believe it was what 10 years between the last album and the album before all right great that last record was good i thought it was a return to form i really really enjoyed it yeah well heck that's great. That is great Jenny, news. You feeling you feeling good about more more Till and the Boys? Oh sure, it's tough for me to imagine them doing an album without fluids being absolutely everywhere. But so long as the boys were safe, I say, hey, thank you. And even if they weren't, there's nothing we can do about it now. So <laughs> it's very true. Either way, we've got a new Ramstein. So fantastic. There we go. Do they have a Do they have a release date, Matt? So that's what I was trying to find. Um, uh, Metal Hammer is where I got the story from. Uh, no news on when it's going to be released, but basically, a uh, Flake came forward. A good boy, Flake. Love and, Flake. Uh, the poll quote is: "We recorded an album that we hadn't planned on." 
Yeah. The fact that we couldn't perform live increased our creativity. We had more time to think of new things and less distraction. As a result, we recorded an album that we hadn't planned on. Well, there we go. I'll be looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, What else do you got for us, Matt? In Deftones news, they have released, uh, to celebrate the White Pony Black Stallion release, um, they have re-released the Deftones Pac-Man game that came on the Enhanced CD from 2000. Wow. So Chino as Chino as Pac-Man? I believe that's the way that it works. So you can play it right now. You can go to, uh, I believe it's deftones.com slash game. Is that how it's working? I have the, I have the actual... Um, I have the actual web address here. If it actually would load, that would be super great. Oh, you know what? I think you are a white pony, and then you're being chased by the heads of the members of the band. That is correct. That is correct. You are. (laughs) You are. Yeah, so it's deftones.com slash arcade. And uh, you can, uh, if you win... You can get an exclusive discount at their web store, which would be nice because I still think that the Black uh, the Black Stallion White Pony LP set is a little overpriced, a little overpriced. So if you can get some money off of that by winning uh, by winning some Pac Man, that is a good thing to do. But I do have to ask you this: yes. now I am a big listen to music while i play video games i don't necessarily listen to the scores or anything like that because it is uh just something that i have done since the nintendo entertainment system so i just put on music when i play games what do you guys so think is the best activity to uh to play music in the background during no since you have to listen to these albums three times, I think that you you guys probably have a lock on uh, the best things to do while listening to music. Uh, you know, I'm a big listen to music while driving person. So uh, a lot of these albums um, were, you know, I mean, I could definitely say before, um, before COVID, I definitely got a lot more mileage in of listening to my car because I had places to go. Uh, a little tougher now, and also I don't listen to them when I have Ronan in the car. So, But I definitely do like to listen to music in the car. I find that when I was in my early 20s and I was in college, I could listen to music and read a book, and I really can't do that now. I don't know how I did it then. It's kind of crazy, but I remember all the time, like, yeah, put an album on, start reading a book. And now I, I, I can't do that at all. I get completely unfocused. I'm either going to completely ignore the album and be like, oh, the album's over. Or I'll be listening to the album and ignore the book. Jenny? You know, I'm also a big driving and listening to music person. However, like you, Lauren, since the old pandemic, I've been driving around very much. So uh, what I have found I like to do while listening to music um Depends on the music a lot. Like I, I listen to music at work to kind of 
shift my mood to where it needs to be based on my day. You know, like if I have to have like something where I know when I have to have a conversation I don't really want to have and I need to be like a little bit tough about it, like I'll I'll gear my listening that way. It music for the mood for me, you know, but uh, just in general, I think primarily I like I like walking around outside, just going on a walk, mm. listening to music, you know. That's it. That's it. Any other. Uh, I can't do anything that requires me to actually focus and pay attention and, and listen to to most music unless it doesn't have any lyrics. Right. I can work to explosions in the sky, but if I put on something that has lyrics or that requires more input, I can't read. So I have no idea how you read and, and listen to music with lyrics, Lauren, for the period of time that you could, because that is baffling to me. I remember a time when I was in college that I would read, listen to music, and watch TV. No. The exact same time. No, you didn't. Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. This is what I would do. I would be reading while I was like watching the show. So I'd be like doing two things. Then on commercial breaks, I'd mute the TV and I'd hit play and I'd listen to like a track or two in between the commercial breaks. And then I would pause it when the show came back on. I used to do that shit all the time. Do not ask to see my grades. That is a cursed story you just told. <laughs> Hearing you say that gave me anxiety (laughs) ah that's too many things i would and also i would listen i realized i was thinking about how did i listen to as much music as i did when i was in college and i realized that i would get back from class put a cd in start listening to the album listen to the album to its completion take that album out put another album in i would just go and listen which also explains why the cd player that i got my freshman year is like a graduation present like i basically was broken by the end of my sophomore year and uh yeah i would uh yeah i would just listen to just albums nonstop all the time and i found out i don't know if i found out right before i graduated my senior year or after but the one of the guys that i roomed with i thought i was not being as loud as i was and apparently he could always hear all the music i was listening to and he used to complain about a lot of it and uh, he really hated primal scream he hated (laughs) all the primal scream albums that i listened to and um yeah so uh worst drive of my life (laughs) that's what that story reminds me of Uh, listen, I, apparently all I spent in college was just bliss, thinking I was having the time of my life and just being a pleasant person to be around. And little did I know that everyone was loathing my presence. Clearly. No, no. The worst drive of my life. <laughs> no, I am certain that not everybody was loathing you in college, but I, I love any story where the surprise is that. People were just loathing something. It's like, oh, that was fine. I don't know. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah. So, and and Matt, I mean, when you're playing, when you're playing a video game, though, because yeah. you 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 reminded me of something. Because I I would throw on some music when I would play video games back in the day with my Super Nintendo and when I was playing uh, Quake and what have you. Um, but 
at a certain point, I found, especially with first-person shooters, I had to get rid of all the music because otherwise some motherfucker is going to get the drop on me. Mm. I got to be alert. Got to be alert. And now they've made it. Play half these games. There's all these cutscenes, people talking to you. You don't have time to listen to music. You're going to miss an important bit of uh, story. I, I do turn subtitles on. Also because I can't have explosions rock in my house while my daughter's trying to sleep. <laughs> Sorry, Rosemary. Daddy's got a frag. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I gotta pwned some noobs. Yeah, and I think, you know, in my prime video game days when I when it when it was just like letting it ride though, couldn't go wrong with the Chemical Brothers. That's couldn't go good. wrong with the Chemical Brothers. <laughs> so there you have it. Some new news, some new questions. Always love to have him. Thank you, Matt. And that does bring us to the end of another Who's Tweeting episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sending in your questions, your queries, your DMs, your emails. We love hearing from you. Keep on sending them in. We're Roach Coach on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also email us, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send them on over. And, of course, you can always support the show over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Roach Coach Podcast. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.